The competition for the spotlight continues as DC and Marvel compete for headlines for all news sites across America. But I think DC might have won this one, announcing some big news with James Gunn. Also, a new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania dropped this week. And of course, a lot of attention is being put on Kang the Conqueror. But there's a specific character in this trailer that has a lot of speculators speculating. And today is October 26th. That's right. It's new comic book day. And JT is here to let us know what his top books were that he found at his local comic book shop. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast. So if you are a comic book movie fan and you haven't been living under a rock, I'm pretty sure your mind has just been blown. Uh, news came out from The Hollywood Reporter yesterday that James Gunn uh, and his partner, Peter Safran, will be co-CEOs for over DC Studios. This used to be called DC Films. Um, this is amazing news. I mean, for those that are fans of the Marvel movies, you know James Gunn from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and, and things like that. And on the DC side, he's done the Suicide Squad movies, the Peacemaker film uh, TV series. And as far as Peter Sanfran, he's worked, he's been an executive producer or co-executive producer for uh, Shazam and Aquaman. And so these two are, you know, they're pretty well known in the superhero world. Um, and now they're coming together to head up the DC studios, man. This is amazing news. Like I said, it just dropped yesterday. Um, and honestly, when I saw this news, I didn't even care to write any notes because I talked about this actually a week ago that these two had went to D.C. Uh, to work on some projects and they actually had some secret projects that they wanted to do to work on that they that Hollywood Reporter did not actually put out. And I'm not sure what those secret projects are still to this day, but now we know <laughs> that there was some other things at work when these two went and sat down with Warner Brothers Discovery, man. So I still think that there is a Superman movie uh, that could be happening under uh, James Gunn and Peter Sanfran. We just got news the other day that Henry Cavill officially said that he's putting the cape back on as Superman. So there's going to be a lot of good things, I believe, that are coming out uh, from DC Studios. And, you know, James Gunn, uh, he actually worked very closely with Kevin Foggy, uh, you know, at his time at Marvel. Uh, so, you know, he learned a lot from Kevin Foggy and I know DC, the DC studios have been looking for someone to step, uh, step their game up and kind of run this department similar to how Kevin Foggy is running Marvel. And I think they might've found their guy, but they found two guys, which is cool because, you know, having a director in that chair might not always work out for the bet for the good. So, you know, you put in a, a producer in that chair alongside with him and, you know, they're, they're probably going to take DC in a very good direction. And don't forget, we still have Matt Reeves, who is going to be, you know, running things for the Gotham side of things for DC. So 
this is a lot of big news, man. DC and Marvel, they have been going back and forth with each other, you know, trying to take over these headlines. Uh, and it's, it's kind of crazy that this is happening literally the day before the premiere or the red carpet for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So DC is trying to steal a little thunder similar to how Marvel did that to them a few a few weeks ago with you know trying to steal some thunder from from Black Adam and everything like that so listen man the competition continues and I love it it seems like it's going to go to new heights so you know with that said I'm not sure what these guys are going to be tackling next but I know the speculators and the comic book readers and all those guys are going to be super excited to see what kind of value they have in their collection once DC starts announcing uh, more projects especially now that we have two new CEOs so with that said let's kick it over to JT uh, and find out what books he chose for his top picks uh, this week on new comic book day JT, what's going on, man? Listen, it was a light week for me as far as pickups, but what did you pick up at the comic book shop this week? Hey, so, hey, Mayor. Hey, everybody. Um, So this is JT. Just letting you guys know, there was actually quite a few good books out this week, but there was only a, well, I shouldn't say there was only a couple, but there was definitely a few that stood out. Uh, Chuck Brown is continuing to um, amaze us with his issue of Flawed Number 2 and Nice. Not to be funny, it is literally, you know, no pun intended, it's flawless. Like, it starts off with a lot of action. Um, we delve a, delve a little bit deeper into the origin of the Skinwalker, who is basically from issue one, a uh, character who was going around, like, you know, killing people. But the odd thing is, is that he literally, you know, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of issue one, he was literally skinned and left for dead. <laughs> yeah. So wow. that's kind of, and of course, you know, uh, Jimmy, I think is her name, the, the, the psychiatrist who I like to look on, like a uh, cross between Nita Hawes and the Punisher was the one Sounds who did about the right. deed. Sounds about and, right. And um, we also get more of her story in this second issue and is just really like very compelling um, the whole idea of this city of Statham and how it's becoming like this, um, or it's kind of like a mecca for immortals as well as monsters and, in some cases, just straight out killers. Um, next up, I have uh, Judgment Part Six. This is the last issue for Karen Gilliam, and the artist is Valerio uh, Skyti and Ivan Forelli. If I'm saying that right, but this is basically the conclusion for the X for the Avengers versus X Men right. versus Eternals, right? And this has been this whole uh, thing that's actually expanded through several comic books. You don't really need to read the tie-ins if you don't want to. I mean, some of the side stories are intriguing and they're good, but like for me, I read X Men Red, so that tie-in was like automatic for me. But they also tied in Spider-Man and they did a bunch of one-shots. But this issue basically finds our heroes, which literally is everyone at this point, because the progenitor, which was the, uh, I guess you would say he is the um, the god that the Avengers created, 
he is literally past his final judgment. And Uh-oh. at that point, yeah, at that point, it is a situation where he deems that the human race is not worthy. So he <laughs> literally makes points. But at the same time, the, one of the things I liked about this story wasn't that they use all these heroes and whatnot. They also had at some point, there, there was like a smaller story about several characters, Daniela, Jade, Kenta, uh, Kurchina, and I think Tom. There's nothing quote unquote special about them, but they're humans that are from different parts of the world living through this event. And like you see the event kind of through their eyes. It was one of those crossover events that I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoyed. You know, a lot of them, a lot of them to me feel like cash grabs, but this doesn't feel like a cash grab. And speaking of Karen Gilliam and uh, crossover events, there's going to be a a new mutants um, crossover event that's going to be coming out soon that I'm definitely going to check out and want to review. It's called Sins of Sinister. For anybody who's familiar with Mr. Sinister, I'm sure he's up to his usual shenanigans. And uh, Mm -hmm. we're going to see how this affects not just the mutants, but the humans. And besides that, Marvel has one other series I was looking at um, as crossovers, and that was Dark Web. And that's going to be going probably through the amazing Spider-Man titles. Right. I'm interested in seeing how that plays out because it's going through amazing Spider-Man, Venom, you know, several titles. Now, if you got a little bit extra Chibata in your pocket, you might want there to try go. to pick up uh, Venom number 12. I mean, this is purely just a spec thing, but anybody who read Donny Case last, um, his run on Venom knows that there was a character that he came up with, Codex, and there might be a possible, you know, appearance slash in continuity appearance of the character. I mean, he is literally on one of the variant covers for for this issue. But for those interested in Venom or just even a little bit of spec, I would definitely yeah. recommend picking that book up as well. But that's it. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed the review. Once again, this is JT. And like, as always, keep it 100. For sure, man. But listen, James, man, we appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, uh, man. Uh, dope reviews like you always do, man. So uh, right. we'll see you next week, sir. All right. Thank you. Good night. Thanks again to JT. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great books there. I can't wait to sit down and read this uh, year one Riddler story by Paul Dano. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. I, I flipped through it. I'm liking the artwork. So I can't wait to uh, jump into that. It looks like it's going to be pretty crazy. But uh, moving forward, you know, over to Marvel, they actually dropped a trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania which was uh, leaked online. So I guess they had to go ahead and and put that trailer out. And then, you know, DC had to kind of, you know, damper, put a damping on their 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 party with their news. But, you know, the trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was actually a very awesome trailer. I really liked the colors. I really just liked the way everything looked. Uh, Jonathan Majors, you know, as Kane the Conqueror looks, looks awesome. And I just can't wait to see this movie in February. Um, 
But, you know, a lot of attention was was put on Kang the Conqueror and respectfully, it should be. He's going to be the big bad in this movie and going forward. I mean, we're going to have the Avengers movies that are coming out, uh, Kang, the Kang Wars or whatever they're called, you know, whatever the name of that's going to be. But we have a lot of things that are coming down the pipeline for Kang the Conqueror. So, you know, the attention should be on him. But I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but this is like young avenger number nine (laughs) that has been showcased in a marvel film or tv series and i'm talking about cassie lang all right she is the daughter of 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 scott lang or ant-man and everything like that and she becomes a superhero her i I think her code name is either going to be stature or stinger i'm not sure which one they're going to go with but she is also a member of the young avengers okay um and i know people uh, you know, have their speculations and everything, but I really feel like we still gloss over it because we're so used to these, you know, these big time heroes that we've always gotten like Thor and, you know, Ant-Man and Captain America and everything like that. But listen, man, we're, we're getting a Riri Williams series. You know, that's going to be another person that could be in the Young Avengers. We've already gotten Wicked and Speed you know, from, from WandaVision, America Chavez, Kate Bishop, you know, Kid Loki, like we're just getting Miss Marvel. We're getting all of these young characters. I mean, this is similar to me on how they built the Avengers in the first, like, phase of the Marvel Studios takeover. You know, when, when, uh, Nick Fury was going and recruiting all of these, you know, superheroes and, you know, Tony Stark and Captain America and, and Hulk and all this stuff. Like, you know, he was just recruiting this whole team to make the Avengers. But low key, like we're seeing a team being showcased in all of these projects. There's no way that we can continue to act like this is possibly going to happen listen i'm going to have to go ahead and say it i'm not really a speculator like that but i'm going to go ahead and do a major spec right here the young avengers are coming you know they haven't been announced in a movie but there are two uh untitled projects that are going to be coming out in phase six and that has to be the Young Avengers. It's either going to be a series, which I would, I think would be super dope. I think that that would bring a lot of attention to Disney Plus if they did it as a series. But there's no way that this secret is is going to be kept any longer. Like, come on, man. They're putting Young Avengers in, in every single movie. I mean, we just had the son of Hulk in in the She-Hulk series, like just for a quick five second, you know, spot. Um so I really think that the Young Avengers are coming. I'm not sure how you guys feel on it, but, you know, we're definitely going to be talking about this in the upcoming weeks for sure. And I mean, like I said, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania looks super dope. Um, I, I just love the colors and how it just looks like everything is just shot really dope in the quantum realm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this movie um, just like any other Marvel movie. Uh, I look forward to seeing them. Will it be good? I don't know. I don't know that, but uh, I'm pretty sure Jonathan Majors is going to kill it as Kang the Conqueror. But I'm more so looking forward to seeing more of these hints towards building the Young Avengers. 
But that'll do it for today's episode. Uh, I really appreciate you guys checking us out every day and every week that we drop an episode. But make sure you guys tell your friends and all your other uh, nerds and comic book collectors and movie buffs, all that stuff. Just let them know that the One in 100 podcast is here and they can subscribe everywhere where podcasts are found on all the major platforms. Hit that subscribe button and keep sharing it. Leave a comment. Let us know what you're thinking about the show and if you want to hit me up directly or any of the guys from the crew just uh, come follow us on instagram at the one in 100 podcast on instagram you know we'll definitely check the dms and all that good stuff so thanks again to james for giving us his reviews this week also thank you to isaac for giving us the previews um and with all this news that dropped this week, me and Kay have a lot of stuff to uh, discuss and take some deep dives on. So make sure you guys tune in Saturday. Uh, the Chibata Boys will be back in action. Uh, we did some separate interviews this week just to showcase uh, more, you know, more people on the platform. So definitely check us out on Saturday, man. So I appreciate your time. Make sure you guys are good to yourself and be good to others. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast.